The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Welcome back to Mr. Versus Mrs. LaGrasso versus LaGrasso right here on Vince Russo's The Brand and Big Vito Brand Audio. I'm the Mrs. Part. I'm Noel. I am joined by my husband. He's the Mr. Part, Big Vito LaGrasso. How are you today, honey? I'm doing fine. I hope everybody's doing great. Good to see you. Good to be on Patreon. Good to do this stuff. Good to be on the Vince Russo brand. Good to do Getting Color. Good to do all our shows. I'm very happy and we're doing very successful things. How are you doing, Noel? How's your vacation going? My vacation is going really good. I got a kick-ass tattoo. Should I show? Go ahead. I got a vacation tat. <laughs> you like it? Love it. I think it's awesome. My friend Chris did this tattoo. He's an iconic tattoos in Downingtown. He is going to be doing some work on me. Um, he always does my tattoos. He's a great guy. Go check him out in Downingtown. Vito. Oh, it's been a crazy week. I've been like running around and hanging out with family and going back and forth. And I got another week ahead of me, but then I'm going to come home and be with you. Awesome stuff. Do you you miss know, awesome me? stuff. So everything is good. Your parents are good. Family's good. Yeah. I asked if you missed me. Of course I miss you, babe. <laughs> uh, it'll be good to get back together and do um, Mr. versus Mrs. together next week. Now, babe, this has been going good, and we got some good ratings like this. You know, being apart and everything, living my single life. You know, doing the more. You know, keep. Uh, what is going on? I don't know, <laughs> Big V. But let me tell you, people, something. Rack stacked and jacked. Every time you do that, I'm going to do this. No. He's more, he's, guys, he's more interested in looking at himself than looking at me. I don't Look even know at what this he's shit right here. Guys, there's a surprise coming in, boy. Hmm. Mike Tyson, watch out. Eat a cheeseburger, Jesus. God, annoy me. You, you're know. annoying with this. I so, what do we got? So, how do we do with the, uh, with the boat this week? Well, you lost again. <laughs> You lost to me. I had, believe it or not, 64% of the votes said Kurt Henning is the best intercontinental champion of all Congratulations time. Congratulations. I actually like Kurt Henning. I have nothing against him. If that's what the people want, that's what the people want. That's all cool. That was a tough vote because intercontinental champions seem to be everybody's favorite. So it's very difficult. If you know wrestling, you know intercontinental champions. It's very hard to narrow it down. But you came in second, at least, with the honky-tonk man. And then underneath you was the other category. We got a lot of Macho Man Randy Savages, a couple Bret Hart's, actually a lot of Randy Savages. And people were surprised that I didn't pick Macho Man because I always do. But Kurt Henning, Intercontinental Champion, holds my heart. All right, awesome stuff. Today's subject, but first, Goomba sauce. Give it to Goomba me. is the place to be. Goomba <laughs> sauce is what we have. We have salsa and we have sauce. 
It is one of the best tasting sauces that you can ever have. Goomba Sauce, one of our sponsors. They have been doing their thing, and we're very happy with them. Plus, this week, Noel's going to be doing a trip to one of my boys' places for pizza in the pizza industry, and it happens to be in Pennsylvania. So everybody watch out for that. Goomba Sauce, love you. Mike, you're doing a great job. Noel, what's the subject today? Tag teams in the WWE. Who's your greatest tag team, right? It's not greatest. It's greatest tag team champions in the WWE. Just the WWF. We could go into other stuff, and in the future, we plan on doing WCW belts, but we're kind of on a roll with WWE, so we're going to finish it up. Now, I'm going to let Vito go first because I feel like Vito has the most experience as being a tag team in the WWE, so he should probably know who the better champion is. So, Vito, my love, my handsome bald man, who is your choice for the best tag team champions in WWE? Wow. God, if you say the same as me and I have to come up with somebody else really quick, it's going to be devastating. Hmm. Um, Do you want me to name some champs? No, no, you don't have to name anybody. I was there, brother. You know what I mean? I wasn't sitting at home on the couch in mom's basement. I was there. I actually wrestled them, so I'm, I'm happy about that. Greatest tag team champions of all time. Okay, guys, here's how it's going to go. When you talk about that era, Legion of Doom, the Heart Foundation. You got to pick one. You can't like. I'm, I'm getting to it, babe. Can you hold up? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for participation. You talk about those kind of teams. Then you have. Andre the Giant and Haku, which was a massive team. But you talk about teams. Legion of Doom was a team. The Hart Foundation was a team. Bret Hart and Jim Niner were a team. They were great champions. I got to wrestle all of them and be in the ring with all of them. And team-wise, I also was in the, in the ring with the Rockers. So that's some pretty heavy competition. Like, you know, say who is the greatest? Athletic-wise, the Rockets. Power-wise. The Rockets. Hold on, hold on. Can I finish, please? Yeah, but you're Athletic-wise was good. Power-wise. Legion of Doom was power. Technical-wise, i got to give it to the Heart Foundation. So you have to pick one team. Are you picking no, one I know, team? I know. I'm just giving the people a wide brand. You keep interrupting me and saying you have to pick one team. I know this. I'm just giving the people what I was involved in in my career as far as the WWE goes. I understand. Who are we picking? Legion of Doom. Shit, you picked the same people I was going to pick. See, that's my karma for, for like, needling you just now, is that you picked Legion of Doom. Now, why would you say Legion of Doom deserves to be the best on our list? 
They had power. They were athletic. They can work and they can move. And they were believable more than most. That's why I would pick them. If you're looking for a team on popularity, you're talking about the Rockers. If you talk about technical wrestling and tag team wrestling as a bunch, the Hart Foundation. So, I mean, there's a mix. But you talk about the greatest team or the best. I would say the Legion of Doom. And, like, there have been some other great combinations there. But when you talk about teams, teams are together for years. So, you give it that, you know, credibility. I'm going to bring it into a little bit newer era for you. I'm going to say that uh, I love the Legion of Doom, and that was my first pick. Um, but, you know, when I second think it, I go back and I look at records and I, I look at popularity. I look at the Hardy Boys, who have been multiple time tag team champions. You know, I look at tag team champions like um, Cesaro and Sheamus that look like two big main eventers. Uh, you know, I look at Randy Orton and Edge, but I'm going to say if I'm looking at a full package tag team, I'm looking at the New Day. Now, I'm probably going to lose because originally I wanted the Legion of Doom, too. But I'm going to say I think the New Day contains a well-rounded team, multiple time tag team champions. Fans love them. They're technically sound. They can swap out members, which is kind of the old rule of the swapping out members. Demolition pulled the same thing. I do love Demolition. They were not multi-time tag champs, so I kind of can't go with them, even though they would be a counter to Legion of Doom. But I'm going to go New Day. And even Big Vito himself has to say, this dude loved the New Day. When the New Day was in their prime, how much did you love the New Day? Yes. But there's a tag team out there who's not getting mentioned, and I have to mention, this is no insult to them. And they should be in the Hall of Fame, and they should be recognized more. But Demolition, my boy Bill Eady and his partner, Barry Darso, they are definitely, you know, even if, you know what, Noel? I'm going to let you have Legion of Doom. I'm going to go with Demolition. So you're swapping me. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you Legion of Doom, my boys. I'm gonna take Demolition because Demolition needs to be recognized. Because when you talk about tag teams, Demolition was kick ass. They, they were, were badass. Awesome. They were badass motherfuckers. Legion of Doom were badass. The Samoan SWAT team were badass motherfuckers. Arthur yeah. and Sika were badass motherfuckers. The Moon Dogs were badass mofos. Back in the 80s and early 90s, tag teams were huge and scary. Remember the natural disasters with your, with your boy? Yeah, I, I get, I get it, but when you talk about tag teams, Demolition Legion of Doom, Bret Hart, the Rockers. I'm going to bring up some random teams now that we're on random teams and I'll bring up ones that have held the title. What, do you, what are your feelings on the Nasty Boys? They were good because they were new. They were different. You know, if you're going to go Nasty Boys, then you got to go, um, um, what's the, um, uh, 
What's their names? Um, they just made a Thrasher and uh, oh, Mosh and Thrasher, the Headbangers. The Headbangers. If that that's that era. The Headbangers, Nasty Boys. It's right? under that rock and roll tag team. Right now, the Rock and Roll Express are a great tag team, but they didn't do it in the WWE. You know, um, Devon and Bubba. They made a good presence in the WWE to be a great tag team. You know, but where did they make their notoriety? ECW. My opinion. We're leaving out another tag team um, as well, Edge and Christian. Edge, I was just going to say Edge and Christian, another tag team, right? When you talk about tag team, there are so many to be reckoned with. But because the WWE doesn't focus on tag teams and they break them up, it is very discouraging for the guys who are putting the time in. I mean... You mentioned Cesaro and Sheamus, and they were a good tag team. They were. Yeah, very good. They just didn't get the significance. You know, Enzo and Kaz were an entertaining tag team. They just didn't get that push over the top. When you talk about tag teams and where you rank, I'm going to say the Mamelukes were a very popular and good tag team in WCW. But will they get the top billing? No. But when you talk about when we had our run, we were the most recognizable, entertaining, and physical tag teams that were out there in the WCW era. I want to talk about the tag teams that won the tag titles that were disappointing. I always thought... (laughs) There were certain tag teams that kind of let me down as far as winning titles. And when they gave Big Show and Kane the tag belts, I was disappointed by that. There's two main eventers. They had the tag championships and. Terrible. Terrible. You know, another tag team that we're missing is Kane and Undertaker. Kane and Undertaker, Brothers of Destruction. It was a great tag team. What about when Steve Austin and Triple H teamed together? Eh. Nothing significant. About the rock and sock connection. Entertaining. Entertaining. Santino Morella and Kozlov. It it had a short, good run. Entertaining. How about the Hart Dynasty? Tyson Kidd and, uh, and Harry Smith. Too short. I think that they would have let them run with Natty as the manager. They would have had a great run. But, again, split up teams. And I want to talk about the women's tag team. Recently, a lot of people were mad about Billy Kay and uh, Peyton Royce being let go. They were a great tag team, and the fans loved them. They split them up and then fired them. Some things you can't control, and some things are just you don't know. It's behind-the-scenes stuff. But when you talk about great tag team, it was a tag team I wrestled in my early days, called High Energy, Owen Hart and Coco Beware. I was on Monday Night Raw, and they were a good tag team. There was a lot of tag teams that were just put together. We were talking about Steve Austin and um, Triple H. Um, There was also um, Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior were actually tag team for a night or two 
uh, back in 1992. Now, here's a tag team that people don't recognize and were tag team champions. Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine were Jimmy Hart. That's right. They were a tag team. How about the Mega Powers? Paul Kogan and Macho Man. That was a great tag team that was ready for an explosion, but everybody loved it. And, you know, guys, when you talk about WWE history, you know, the great thing is when you talk about the history of WWE, there are so many great talents and great tag teams that came through. The Brain Busters, the Killer Bees, you know, I mean, you can go on and on, but... You know, when you talk about name value, Legion of Doom, Demolition. That seems like the top two that everybody goes back. And, I mean, you could go the back. Heart Foundation. You know what I'm saying? Bulldogs and, and the Dream Team. And you could go all the way back to all these teams. But the two that everybody seems to convene and argue between is Demolition and Legion of Doom. So that's going to be the vote this week, guys. Demolition versus Legion of Doom. I'm taking Legion of Doom. That was my first pick before New Day. And Vito's taking Demolition because Bill Eady was his mentor, and he believes they do not get enough credit for the type of tag team that they were. So you can vote. you got five days to do so. You vote over on my Twitter account, at Magic T Spiller, five days. And then we'll announce the winner right here next week on uh, the greatest tag teams of all time. Vito. We have some time left to fill on the show. Is there anything you'd like to discuss? I think that the uh, incidents that happened this past week with Mickey James was done very unprofessionally by WWE. And I think I covered it on getting color. I don't want to go too much on on here, but when you let go of talent, have some grace and dignity about what you're doing. And I think you'll come off a, a lot better being a billion-dollar, multi-million-dollar, billion-dollar company, and you do crap like sending somebody with a trash bag with their name on it, not very cool, not very prestigious. Do big things. Do prestigious things. I've been saying this for years. When you be lower class like that, it just brings your stock down. It's not very cool. Now, he was outed for a lot of other things. And um, one of the things he was outed for, and remember, guys, we're journalists. We're not trying. These are all alleged. But the person that had been accusing happens to be one of my Disney buddies um, who was actually seeing Mark Carano at one point. And she said that Mark Carano actually took WWE belts and merchandise and was hiding them under his guest room bed and told them, Go over there and look. That's where it is. I actually even thought about having her on the Patreon just to let it rip because she messaged me and said, hey, have you guys been seeing, seeing this? And, you know, and like I said, her and I aren't wrestling friends. We're Disney friends, you know. But it's crazy that, that you know, he the things he did and the mind games that supposedly he played. And trust me, I know her. I believe every word she says, you know. Guys, and you want to know how we become friends with her? That's because when I went on a trip to um, I went on a trip to Canada, she, like every other lady in the professional wrestling business, has always said, my wife can say this and back this up 100%, Beto was always a gentleman. That's true. Real and true. you were having a very bad tour because they lost your luggage. Yeah. When you went to Canada, there was a blizzard. You were in a car, like into the snow with the guys and you didn't have any clothes. Everybody was giving you shirts. Actually, Bill Eady gave you a shirt on that tour. <laughs> guys, it was kind of messed up, but you know what? I made it through. But when you talk about 
credibility in how you act with the opposite sex or in wrestling. There's not a lady who can ever come forward and say big Vito LaGrasso or Vito LaGrasso just as a gentleman, um, as a man, ever disrespected them or treated them bad. I always respected everybody I've ever been associated with. And they can't say I was a friggin' douchebag or anything else like that because that's just not me. But when you have power and you use it and you coax people into doing things, that's being a fucking douchebag. That's being a scumbag. And I've seen it done. It's not very cool. I'm just saying this. I'm talking to myself as a man. So I'm just letting it out there. And if my wife ever thought I did anything like that. I don't think I would have a wife. I'd still be on on the single scene, being pimp and, you know, shagalaga. Vito, you went yes. back, you, you discussed this a little bit last week. You went back to clubbing. Well, what happened to you last night? You called us and you told, I was with my sister last night. We were hanging out and Vito was all, oh yeah, I'm going to go back to the clubs, go to Old Town, let me get my necklace on, let me get my groove on. And then we get a phone call like, what, 30 minutes later, I'm headed home. Oh, it wasn't what 30 happened? minutes, it was like about two hours later because you weren't watching the clock. I tried to find parking in this motherfucker and I was like, you know what, fuck these and fuck these motherfuckers, they don't deserve my presence tonight, I'm going home. I mean, trying to find parking to get into Old Town. It was just one of those nights where everything was hopping. Everything was happening. They knew the BIGV from the LOG was going to be there. And they, they, they took my parking spots and I couldn't find shit. That's what happens when you don't have the handicap girl for the handicap parking. No, babe, it's not oh. about the handicap because I did have your handicap pass. It had nothing to do with you. It had nothing to do you with you. You used my handicap pass? Guys, out. You're done. It had Wait. nothing to do with you. You have my you use my handicap pass when I'm not around, scum. No, I didn't use it. I said I had it. I didn't use it. Scum. But it had nothing to do with you being a handicapper. It had to do with me going out and having a good time. But you not finding a parking place has to do with not having a handicapper because I no, get babe, a handicap parking. No, babe. Now hold on a second. On the flip side, if there was a handicap spot, do you think I would have used it? Yes, because you get club fever, and that's a handicap for you. Right, so there was no spots to be had. That's why I came home. So then it had nothing to do? do with you. But then what did you do? I came home, I did some stuff, and I went to sleep and got a good night's sleep. You realize, Mr. Lagrasso, that you told me and our young nephew, Morton, that you would call us back and never called. I went to sleep, yo. You were going to call back. And we waited patiently watching our Disney movies. You never called us. Shit happens. Yeah, I bet. I bet shit happens. So what are you going to do when I come back? Is your club fever going to go in check or are you going to drag me to the club? No, I'm going to give you the old Cosby. With you can Cosby, people. That's, that's the law. You right, can't you know. give people the cause and then think it's okay to, like, go out and party because you knocked them out. So you did that one WrestleMania, rude. Went to watch WrestleMania by yourself, gave me the cause. I, I was it's like, fine. oh, no, WrestleMania, and I passed out. Hey. That, no, All that's right, babe, why don't you close the show? Goomba sauce, everything's good. Go ahead, close it up. Let's go. 
All right, guys. Thank you again for joining us right here on Fusos, the brand. I don't even know the guy, and I work for him. And uh, the Big Vito brand audio. We are, again, brought to you by Goomba Sauce and Salsa. You can find it at your local store or on thesaucefellow.com. Vito, stop flexing. It's very distracting for this little purple-haired girl with a lip. I can't stand him, folks. Please take him off my hand. Um, also, I can't think when you do that. I literally can't think when you do that. Just sit there. Put your arms down. Just sit there. I won't talk. Thank you. Um, also, guys, we have a Patreon where we have amazing shows. We're going to have a couple interviews coming up. Vito, I booked. Stop it. I had a scratch. I'm going to scratch your face in. I have booked you the ultimate ultimate for your karaoke show on Patreon. I have booked Richard D. Simone, who happens to be the greatest Frank Sinatra impersonator. Vito and I have hired him for parties for years. He is an amazing impersonator. He is going to come on Patreon for the Vito doing his karaoke show, and he's going to sing with Big Vito. <laughs> Rich D. Simone, guys, he will be joining us as soon as I get back from Pennsylvania. I hooked up with Rich. I got it hooked up. We're going to have him live on our Patreon. So patreon.com slash the big veto brand. Go over and subscribe. It starts at a dollar a month. Let me tell you something. A dollar a month ain't going to hire nobody. Go over and subscribe and you'll get to see Frank Sinatra all over again. Also, we still have our Twitch at twitch.tv slash the big veto brand. Veto and Virtue are live on Saturday nights with Getting Color. You can check them out. Only on Twitch. And you're going to have a whole new cast for your Men of Business show because Robbie and Virtue are coming on that show. You guys are going to talk sports. You're going to talk about uh, pop culture. You're going to talk about picking up chicks because those guys are single and ready to mingle and you're going to help them out. That is also coming to Patreon starting this week. Vito. You are also to be found on social media at the Big Vito Brand Audio Podcast, wherever you listen to your audio podcast. I am Finay. All right. Thank you guys for coming out. I hope you enjoyed the show. It's been a blast. Noelle's on vacation. I'm so happy my wife's on vacation, doing her thing, visiting her hometown, being with her parents and her family. It's all great. While the big B-I-G-B and the L-O-G tries to get through life, and, you know, have some peace and quiet, get to sleep, do my thing. Not because of my wife, but sometimes you just need some quiet time. And that's, that is the honest truth, guys. You know, we both work hard. And sometimes being away is good. It's always good for a relationship to be split a little bit and not to be in a, in a bad way, but a good way. And then when they come back, everything is refreshed. You rekindle your love and all that other good stuff. So this is Big Vito and the well. Signing off. I hope you enjoyed this program. And uh, hey, Goomba Sauce in the house. Peace. <laughs> bye bye. I feel like Big Vito, Big Vito, yeah. I feel like Big Vito, Big Vito, yeah. You like Big Vito, yeah, yeah. I see.
said, I said, I'm up next like I got the call from Vito. We not some average Joe, stay escaping from Leo's. So call me Big Vito, I got a kick like a shoddy. And like Ciroc, you're taking hard shots to the body. They had you in a dress, but you were still styling. And if they talk crap, hit them with the code of silence. Told these haters, get off me, your style stay sloppy. Tricking out the rides, I got an iced out jalopy. Cut you off no matter how thin like salami. So many shots headed towards me, it gotta be a Tommy. Speaking of mafia things, I call it Don, Donnie. So you about to go to sleep, call me Hideo with Tommy. With the GTS, I bet you haven't seen me yet, you seeing stars. I smoked you like a Vito cigar. You're not messing with the squad, especially on the pod. It's no whole bars like this, no DQ.com.